It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards, we talk social injustice, sports boycotting, playing games, and how different athletes and coaches have been using their platforms to speak up in light of the civil unrest around our country. As we're getting into the deep conversation that not everybody wants to have, but needs to have, right here on Locked On Wizards. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Renee Washington, and you are listening to another edition of Locked on Wizards. Now, in our Thursday episode, we recapped the NBA playoffs, discussing our predictions with Shane Connick joining the show. And that was a pre-recorded episode, and I wanted to give it a chance to air, especially since we don't know what is going to happen around sports since the boycotts began. But today... I want to get into the deep conversation around what is going on in our nation, in our world. And for those of you that may not know, since I just started hosting Locked on Wizards this summer, it's only been a a month, actually, to be honest. I am a black woman. (laughs) You may not know me, but I am a black woman. So some of you may be uncomfortable by these discussions. But for me, as a black woman, I've been uncomfortable most of my life, especially growing up playing soccer at a high level as a three-time All-American in college, having had a chance to play in the NWSL, getting my master's degree in coaching at Lehigh University, and as a woman in sports. I'm always reminded I'm a double minority by the way I speak and by often being the only black person or woman in the room. So for me and for many, it's hard to separate sports, politics, racism, because it's all intertwined. I've lived it. But if you haven't lived it, if you haven't been exposed to it because of the way that you look, it may be difficult to have these conversations. But sports have been political long before I was born. Our country is founded on politics, racism, sexism, discrimination, so many different concepts that are intertwined that you cannot separate one from the other. So for those who say take politics out of sports or shut up and dribble, as I mentioned on my Twitter early Friday, Sports have always been political, but it started when we as black Americans and as minorities had to fight to integrate them. Let's not forget there was a time that people that looked like me were not able to play in sports with white people. There was a time we had Negro Leagues, and it was not that long ago when you really look in the bigger picture. So without fighting for social justice, as I mentioned before on my Twitter, on my tweet, your favorite black and mixed athletes would be in the Negro Leagues. Let that sink in. So if we had not separated politics, if we had, excuse me, separated politics and sports, we would have never integrated them. We would have still been separate. We would not have the incredible athletes, playoffs, competitions, historic moments in sports that we do across the NBA, the NFL, the MLS, MLB, NWSL, international sports, the Olympics, and the World Cup. There's always been these incredible moments that at the root have involved people that are from all different backgrounds, races, religions, demographics, socioeconomic status, and it's not separate. And for that reason, we cannot separate the conversation. 
This did not start with Jacob Blake. This social unrest did not begin with the incident and his shooting on Sunday. It just raised more anger and frustration. The 29-year-old is hospitalized, paralyzed, and cannot walk as he's fighting for his life, handcuffed to a bed after a Kenosha police officer shot him seven times in the back on Sunday while he was trying to detain Jacob Blake. And what is even more heart-wrenching is Jacob Blake's three young sons had to watch their dad nearly die. If for no reason at all that you do not understand the need for change, imagine your children, your nephews, your nieces, someone that you know and dearly love having to watch their father fight for his life and nearly die. Just like we don't excuse rape or sexual assault because of what a woman is wearing or their background or any other issue, we don't excuse killing someone or nearly killing someone because of their actions. I do not care what Jacob Blake's history was and his criminal history and criminal record is. At the end of the day, everyone in our country has a right to a fair and just trial by court to prove their guilt, not at the hands of a bullet. So regardless where you sit on the issue around Jacob Blake, there is a need for change. And as John Wall said in a tweet caption, just in case you forgot, hashtag bigger than basketball, we will no longer just shut up and dribble. And this is why athletes have been returning to sports, taking a knee, speaking up on Black Lives Matter, and wearing inspirational messages of change across their warm-ups and jerseys. So coming up, we continue discussing what is being done around sports and in society to help make change happen. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy Cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all of the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors. Let me just run down some of my favorites. Cookies and cream, double chocolate, mint brownie, salted caramel. Yes, caramel, not caramel. And peanut butter brownie. Delicious. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And they're healthy. So it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight. You can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And I definitely recommend Built Bar. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to BuiltBar.com and try the best tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you from me to you, you will not regret it. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
Renee Washington here on Locked on Wizards as we're getting into the discussion around social justice, the need for change, and what is being done in sports specifically to fight for that change. Now, this past week marked four years, yes, four years since Colin Kaepernick first took a knee. We all remember that moment. We all remember just how much outrage and anger and frustration was spewed towards him for taking a knee and disrespecting our flag, as many people thought. But as he mentioned, and as everyone since has been saying that understands why he took a knee, he took a knee to stand up for something that is far deeper than the American flag. Mind you, the American flag and its exact roots and exactly what it was founded on does not include and embrace Black people and minorities. So the reason I celebrate the flag and the reason a white person or a Spanish person or a person of any other background may look at the flag, our perspective is completely different. So for that reason alone, let's not always look at the flag as a symbol of peace, justice, and the unification of our country, because for many, like myself, that's actually not what it was created around. The national anthem, images, statues that we have in our country may not always be perceived the same, and by may not, I mean are not perceived the same by someone like myself as someone else. So Clippers head coach Doc Rivers spoke up in a very emotional message during a press conference and almost brought me to tears as he was tearfully talking about his feelings towards everything and the way that America needs to embrace all of our diversity and all of our minorities and the way that we are growing frustrated in this continuous conversation, yet no action that we are seeing being put forth to make change happen. And this is what he had to say. All you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, We're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, We've been hung. We've been shot. And All you do is keep hearing about fear. It's, it's amazing to me why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. And it's just, it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach. And it's so often reminded of my color. You know, it's just really sad. We got to do better, Uh, but we got to demand better. Like we got, you know, it's it's funny. We protest and they send riot guards, right? Uh, They send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard like to just keep watching it that video if if you watch that video you don't need to be black to be outraged you don't you need to be american and outraged 
And how dare the Republicans talk about fear? We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over? It's, it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor, no charges, nothing. All we're asking is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking for everybody, for everyone. Thank you. As we all saw the news breaking down earlier this week, the MLS, WNBA, NBA, and Major League Baseball were the first to boycott games, deciding that they were not going to play in their playoff games, in their regular season games, because it was bigger than sports. WNBA players from the Mystics, Dream Link, Sun, Mercury, and Sparks took a knee, locked arms, as they wore shirts that spelled out Jacob Blake's name with seven bullets on the back. The NFL actually also canceled practices. As we saw teams dropping their reports, they were going to cancel practice to focus on either having meetings and discussions or reflecting and just allowing them to be a part of this conversation for social justice and the need for social justice. The NHL was a little slower to cancel, but they did postpone games as well. There was some frustration around the fact that they had a reflection prior to their games on Wednesday, but did not do anything prior to the other games that evening and did not cancel games, but proceeded to play. But they did turn around and postpone their Thursday and Friday games. So although the Lakers and Clippers voted to boycott the remainder of the NBA season, reports did indicate that the playoffs for the NBA should be resuming. And I'm assuming the same for all sports. They will get back. I know it also came out that if the NBA were to boycott the 2020 playoffs, it would actually lead to a bigger issue, bigger financial issues, of course, but would force a lockout for next year as well. So there are several factors at play here as these as players are speaking up, coaches are speaking up, and looking to boycott, if the NBA season this year does not finish, then it would have ramifications moving forward for next year that would include a lockout. And that is something that is trying to be avoided. But the hard part is, with all of this, is that it's still bigger than sports. And you have to keep in mind all these variables. Although the finances are big, there is a need for change. And we know that the players themselves have been having conversations as you know, individually within their teams or across teams on what they're going to do moving forward to help be a part of change and help make a stand. And we will see exactly how that comes to fruition and what is done. But I do know that we've been seeing several reports from NBA reporters, specifically WNBA reporters, MLS, Major League Baseball, that have been keeping an eye on and involved in the conversations around what is going to happen for sports in terms of how athletes and coaches are going to make a stand. And there is going to be something strong and powerful here because I feel that everyone is unifying, coming together and collaborating on the best ways to make noise, the best ways to be heard. So I'm very intrigued to see how that's going to all play out and what's going to happen moving forward. So coming up, we've got to get into more around what's being done to speak up on social injustice here on Locked On Wizards. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. 
but there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Renee Washington here, host of Locked on Wizards, as we're getting into more details around what sports are doing in light of social injustice to help make a stand and be a part of change. Now this and everything that we're dealing with right now this week is exactly why players like Kyrie Irving and those who were involved in the Zoom calls for the NBA prior to the restart were hesitant around resuming and having to go play the remainder of the season in Orlando. As mentioned before, aside from just COVID-19 concerns and, and health issues, there was a, another bigger issue around social injustice, as at the time it was George Floyd's murder. But the way that our nation has been so divided and up in arms around social injustice, it was hard to step away from, from their families, from their lives, from their homes, from their communities to go bubble in Orlando, actually be in a literal bubble. And with all this that's still going on, kind of, in a sense, step away from it to play basketball or soccer or baseball. For the NBA players specifically, when you think about that parallel of the fact that they're leaving their families and communities in a time of need to be a part of a conversation around social injustice, to go play sports for entertainment, for financial purposes, that is something that makes it very difficult to turn a blind eye to the fact that there's still social injustice going on when you are in a bubble and, and away from all that. So in their bubble, they're not dealing with COVID-19 as several tests have come out that players and coaches remain negative and that no one has tested positive. And then also in a bubble from all that's going on around social justice. Yet in our society, we're still dealing with protests. We're still dealing with people fighting for their lives, for their communities, for the health and safety of those they love, for our future because it is down to life or death at this point. And that's what Doc Rivers was touching on. That's what we've been saying. It is bigger than sports because it's life or death. It is bigger than finances because it is life or death for people that look like me to walk out of your homes or not even have to walk out of your homes as we've seen, unfortunately, in cases like Breonna Taylor being gunned down in your homes, but fearing for your life every day you wake up because of the way that you look. And for Washington Mystics, Ariel Atkins, she spoke after the team's decision not to play as they stood unified with their shirts spelling out Jacob Blake's name and seven bullet holes on the back, a very powerful image in itself. But she had this message that was so inspirational to say around why they are continuing to protest in their own way and use their platform to speak up. Um, just trying to put everybody in mind, uh, talking to our team and talking to other teams. We wanted everybody to feel like they were supported. Um, and understanding that this isn't just about basketball. We aren't just basketball players. And just because we are basketball players doesn't mean that's our only platform. We need to understand that when most of us go home, we still are black. In the sense that 
our families matter. Like, we got this little guy right here that we see every day. His life matters. He needs to know that he can do what he wants to do whenever he leaves his house, when he grows up. You know, within reason, don't need to go out there crazy, but he matters. And that's what people need to understand. Like, we're not just basketball players. And if you think we are, then don't watch us. You're watching the wrong sport because we're so much more than that. We're going to say what we need to say, and people need to hear that. And if they don't support that, I'm fine with that. At the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that my family's good in any way that I have to do. And if basketball is not it, God forbid, but that's what it is. We need to understand that these moments are so much more bigger than us. And I really appreciate my team for not only having my back, but saying what they feel. It's hard to say that type of stuff in these moments. It's hard to be vulnerable in these moments. But I think, like Nekka kind of said earlier, if we do this unified as a league, it looks different. Because this league is close to, if not over 80% of black women. We have cousins, we have brothers, we have sisters, mothers, everyone. We matter. And I think that's important. I think people should know that. And I'm tired of telling people that. I know I matter. We know we matter. I'm tired of telling people that. If you don't know that, you don't think that, then you need to recheck it. And if you have a problem with us saying black lives matter, you need to check your privilege. Because, yes, all lives matter, including the black lives we're talking about. Yes, we matter. And I think that's important. And people need to know that. And as mentioned before, with sports returning, the one thing that I agree upon is that it gives athletes and coaches the largest stage to speak up with so many eyes on sports. You know, I, I'm curious to know whether you guys feel now that Kyrie Irving was right in that sense or if you still feel and that it was right to return. I actually think, personally, it made more sense for sports to return because they would not have this opportunity to boycott. They would not have this opportunity to speak up in these press conferences that we're seeing right now, to, to take a knee and to say, no, we're not playing because we want to help be a part of the conversation. And so I think that having this stage where everyone is excited for sports, as mentioned before, I've been binge watching sports literally because we went four and a half months without them, that now I've been watching any sport I possibly can, anything. If hockey's on, baseball, soccer, basketball, football practices, golf, I've literally been watching everything just because I'm so excited to have sports back on again. So rather than, ah, you know, maybe I'll watch this movie instead or catch up on my shows. No, I'm watching all sports from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. Any moment I can watch TV, because of course I can't watch TV all day, but any moment I'm able to watch TV, I'm watching sports. So you have eyes and ears and the attention of such a large audience because everyone is tuned in, especially when you look at the fact that some leagues like the NBA and the NHL are in playoffs. So now even more people are tuned in. But as Ariel Atkins said, we're not just basketball players. We're so much more than that. That quote is powerful. They're people first. These athletes, these coaches, these trainers, referees, they are people first. And they too are just as impacted and affected by all that is going on in our nation and our world as we are. And to separate sports from politics is to separate people from sports. To try to expect them to go into a bubble and turn a blind eye and act as though this is not happening in our communities is to take away their basic human rights and who they are as people. And that is wrong. Reports have come out that roughly 100 NBA employees out of the New York area are on strike Friday in solidarity with the NBA and WNBA players pushing for social justice. And they will be spending the day calling elected officials. Malika Andrews of ESPN dropped that report. And also, Friday, starting at 11 a.m., there is a march on Washington happening. 
If you guys don't know, along with the incredibly eerie parallel to the fact that four years ago this week, Colin Kaepernick first took a knee, as of today, Friday, 57 years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. Here we are over half a century later, still fighting for that same dream. So Friday, starting at 11 a.m., there will be a 2020 march on Washington happening as we are still fighting for that same dream that Dr. King so eloquently spoke on 57 years ago. Let that sink in. We have been fighting this fight for so long. Generations before me, and hopefully not generations after me, have been fighting to be seen equally. And the biggest question that I keep seeing on the back of jerseys that resonates with me is how many more? How many more sons like those of Jacob Blake have to see their father die or nearly die? How many more parents have to outlive their children? How many more stories do we have to see? How many more names have to become hashtags? This is why we still protest. It's not just about one name, but all the names. It's not just about the videos we have seen, but those we haven't. The names that have become hashtags, but also those that have gone unknown. Every single person, regardless of their race, their background, their socioeconomic status, what crime they may or may not have committed, has the right to be found guilty in a court law, not in a morgue. And as I said earlier this week in an interview, it's 2020. We figured out how to have cars park themselves, how to fly drones. We figured out how to have all this smart technology, but we can't figure out how to treat each other like humans. This is bigger than sports. Sit-ins, bus boycotts, marches down Washington, being hosed and sprayed with rubber bullets, dogs attacking us. At the core of our history, change has been made in moments like this. History is repeating itself, but history is just repeating itself in a different form. If you look at the protests, if you look at the marches, if you look at the very core of the messages being said, as mentioned, the same dream that Dr. King fought for 57 years ago and died for is the same dream that we're still living to fight for today. How many more people have to die for this dream to become a reality? The time for change is now. So I hope that you all be safe. I hope you continue to peacefully protest. Use your platforms to speak up. Continue to have the conversations. But now let's also move this into action. Vote. Help inspire someone else. Help work together. Collaborate all different backgrounds, races, religions, genders, socioeconomic statuses, whatever your sexual orientation may be. We are all interested and wanting a world that no matter what we look like, who we are, we can all be treated the same. Your vote does count in the polls, just like your voice does count across your platforms. Use it. And I hope that we can get to the point that we no longer have to have these conversations and can focus more on what we enjoy doing. Sports, music, entertainment, games. Labor Day weekend's coming up. We should be talking about the exciting things we're doing for Labor Day weekend, not the fact that we still are living in this same reality that is social injustice. So have a great weekend, and I hope that you hit that subscribe button. For anybody that may feel as though they no longer want to listen to the show because of what I've said, I'm sorry. But again, as a black woman, this is my normal. This is not a new normal. This is my everyday normal. So I hope that you guys can understand what I'm saying and help be a part of change and be a part of the solution.
Hit that subscribe button. Keep up with Locked On Wizards as we continue to follow what's going on in sports across the Washington Wizards, the NBA, all sports right here on Locked On Wizards for your daily news updates and stories. Have a good one. Washington out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.